0: For those of you who don't know who I am and what my background is, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency. We help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on social media, be it video, animation, aerial photography, graphic work, all that kind of stuff. I'm also a former radio and TV presenter. I'm a former radio producer. Um, and so I have a bit of a background in audio production, shall we say. Um, A few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand, not every business necessarily had a huge budget to have content created on a regular basis like we do for some of our clients. And so I sat down and I was like, well, what can I do to try and help these smaller brands and businesses create content consistently for social media? Because being consistent on social media is so important. So what can I do to help them? I came up with a process. I called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. I turned it into a former number one book, which is still available on Amazon for like 99p or something. And you can click the link in the section below. And uh, basically that book and what I try to preach takes you through everything from planning your content, to podcasting and everything else that happens in between as well to make those things happen and make them work for you. The social media podcast with Simon Scholes, tips, hints, and great, great content ideas. ideas. We're going to talk podcasting and how important podcasting is for your brand, for your business. How have you ever considered doing a podcast for your brand of your business? Because obviously, traditionally, podcasting was an audio thing um, and they've been around for a long, long time. For some reason, They've kind of become more prevalent in the last like year, 18 months. More and more people are thinking about creating them for their brand, for their business. But they've been around for a long time, a lot longer than you would probably imagine. But have you ever considered a podcast for your brand, for your business? The reason I ask this is because so many people haven't. But yet so many people are not willing to maybe do video content, but you could do audio content where you're not actually seen because people are scared about being seen, maybe not too happy about what they look like on camera, all that kind of stuff. These are things that you have to eventually overcome. But to get to the stage where you can start creating content, you could still have video content from a podcast. And a podcast is just a great way of communicating with your audience, painting a picture with the words that you're saying. But most importantly, remove pretty much every element of friction that all other social medias actually create. Because if you are a great writer, that is fantastic. You're a great writer and you can write a fantastic blog. But if I don't want to sit down and read it, how am I going to get the value from you? If you are a great communicator by a video that's fantastic. But what if I don't have the time to sit down and watch content like this, for example, this video is going to be maybe 15, 20 minutes long. That's a long time to sit down and watch a person talking to the camera, trying to give you information. But you don't have to do that with a podcast. You don't have to sit down and read like you do with a blog. You don't have to sit down and watch a video. You don't have to sit and scroll through your phone and try and find the content on Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat. You can literally have an app on your phone that downloads your favorite podcasts on a regular basis. And then you sit in your car and you connect via Bluetooth and you listen to your favorite podcast while you're driving to work or driving to wherever you're going to pick up the kids, drop them off. If you're mowing the lawn, if you're in the gym, going for a run, going for a walk, whatever it is you're doing you can pretty much guarantee you're going to listen to a podcast unless you need to be listening to the people that you're with. You can't have a dinner party and have a podcast playing in your head while you're having the dinner party, but you could pretty much consume a podcast almost at any time uh, without it being an issue. It's almost frictionless. You can listen to this podcast at any time. So if you're not creating a podcast for your brand or for your business, you're almost definitely going to be creating some sort of level of friction for the people who want to get value for content they're putting out. So you definitely, definitely need to be thinking about podcasts, especially for your business. It's it's just such a great way of building a rapport between you and your audience. Radio, back in the day, was the way to communicate with people. That's my background. That's where I came from. And one of the first things I was told when I was doing radio was you need to learn to speak to the audience because they want to be your mate. They want to connect with you in a way that they think, right, okay, I'm going to go to the pub with this person because they want to have a pint with you. Or the girls are like, okay, I want to go to the pub with this guy and and, and chat more things with him or whatever it might be. You're just trying to build that connection between you and your audience and words and painting that picture without anybody having to see it. It's such a fantastic way of doing it. And me personally, I've had a podcast for like the last two, two and a half years, uh, taking it more seriously in the last 18 months, been going live almost pretty much daily, if I possibly can do, um, to put content out on my podcast, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I, I just think it's a great tool for you. Now, I'm going to talk a little about the in and outs of podcasting, because there are so many experts out there, some really great guys out there that uh, obviously you come to businesses like mine. You can go to people like uh, Neil Velio, who's a friend of mine, but an awesome podcast creator and runs a business called Pod Knows How. There are loads of great podcast businesses out there that you can go and find the one that works well for you. And they'll all pretty much tell you the same thing. You've got to add value. You've got to make sure that you've got a story to tell, make sure that you're engaging. Um, but most importantly, for me, and probably not for these guys, is I don't believe you necessarily have to have all the kit. You don't have to have soundproofing. You don't have to have a great microphone. You don't have to have somebody editing your content if your story is good enough, if what you've got to say is enough value for the people who are going to be listening. Don't get me wrong. It's nice to have all of these things, have it edited nicely, take out the ums and the airs and the breaths and all those kind of things where you don't need them, the big gaps. It's nice to have a microphone which will not pop and sound lovely. But the most important thing is the value that you're giving, is the story that you're telling. So you have one of these, and pretty much every phone on the planet, even back to like when I had my first phone, had some element of recording device built into it because they have a microphone so one of the earliest apps that you could get was basically a recording device some way of recording your voice sometimes it was just like for voice memos you know like you're in on the train and you go oh i must remember to ask about that in the meeting make a big quick voice note a bit like a a dictaphone was back in the day now you have this and the microphone quality is fantastic and if you stick your head underneath your duvet, you've got your own little radio studio it sounds great trust me I've done it myself And you don't necessarily have to have all this expensive kit. It's a nice to have but you don't have to have all the expensive kit. When I first started, I was doing my podcast in a car I would put my phone in the cradle in the car I'd set it recording then I'd start my journey and if an idea popped into my head, I would do a podcast and that would be it. And then sometimes during my like 40 minute journey into town and stuff like that would be a case of me chatting and then suddenly going, right, Okay, I've got another idea and moving on to the next podcast. I'd sometimes get maybe three podcasts done in my journey to wherever it was I was going. So, don't get too tied up in, in great kit. It's nice to have. Don't get me wrong. If you can get like a Lavelier Mac, mic Mac, Mac mic that you could plug into your phone, all the better. They're not expensive. But if you really don't have like that 15, 20 pounds, then you don't have to necessarily spend it. This microphone here, not expensive at all. But does it sound better than it would do if I was using like a little Lavelier mic that I have? Probably, yeah, because there's none of the ruffle or that kind of stuff. I move around, I gesticulate quite a lot. So it's nice to just have this microphone sat there catching the audio, that I've got to say. Um, So yeah, use your phone, start off with it, then get to a stage where you can move on and get to having better quality stuff, having a better quality mic, having somebody create an intro and an outro for you, have somebody edit that content for you so you sound better as a podcast creator. But it's not the be-all and end-all to start with. As always, with my content, I just want you to get started. And you have the most powerful tool in your back pocket. Or you're actually watching this right now in your hands. Make good use of it. It's an amazing tool. Okay, let's have a look at what's been coming through the comments. Uh, Amanda Rourke saying podcasting is great fun; it really is. And if you get people in the podcast to collaborate with other people, it's a great way of sharing what you've got to say. Um, Adam Parr, who, like I said, been on his podcast in the past, he's been on mine. He's made seventy plus audio podcasts uh, before he started making video podcasts. You don't have to make video podcasts; it's a nice to do, but you don't have to do it. Um, Adam chatting about Anchor um, is a great way to start. It, it is. I would definitely say it's a great way to start. I wouldn't com- necessarily continue with it. I'm not a huge fan, uh, but it is a good way to start. Uh, Adam agreeing with what I say. Yeah, using his phone from his room or in his car and context is absolutely everything. Um, let's have a look what else here. Uh, people overthink podcasts and equipment, etc. straight away. I think that's the same with all content as well, Adam, is that people overthink what they've got to create. They've got the value to give. If they've got a marketing plan in place, they've got an idea of what they're gonna talk about, but they still get all caught up in, oh, no, it needs to be perfect, it needs to be this, it needs to be that, rather than just communicating with the people who want to hear what it is that they've got to say. Um, here we go. So we've got um, some questions coming through. If you've got any questions at all this morning, I've got a couple to go through. Um, we've got one in the in the chat right now. Whatever platform you're watching on, Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, stick your questions into the comments. I will try to do my best to get through every single question that I possibly can this morning. Um, So Ed is asking a few questions here. If you edit a few episodes of your podcast, maybe even just one perfectly with no ums and ahs and no breaths, should you edit every episode perfectly to keep consistency? Oh, good question. Um, Yes and no. It depends on how important that that element is to your brand. For me, I would just probably not bother making those edits for me if i stop or more if i air uh, it's not the end of the world uh, it, it's it's just really not um I would, I would just leave them if you edit them all out and you feel that that type of content works better for you in its delivery and how it works and it doesn't feel like it's too rushed because a lot of people will take these things out And then the content feels massively rushed. You don't don't want that. You want everything to have an element of brevity so that you can actually consume what the person is having to say. If that's still in there, even with that edit, and you feel that's better suited to your brand, you're probably going to have to do it for every single piece of content. Um, Is it an essential? Probably not. But you probably want to have more content that sounds like that if that's the way you want to go, than content with the ums and the airs. Yes. And you can't do it once, do it twice, do it three times, and then go, I can't be asked for the next 10 episodes, and then do it for another three. It just kind of ends up making the content maybe feel a little bit mishmashed. Um, and that element of fluidity, that consistency, probably isn't there. And uh, Next question... Um, Oh, it's already solved just basically one question. Um, okay, so, yeah, hopefully that kind of gets that across. Personally, I would just go for the consistency, get that content out there, get your message out there, communicate with the audience, and then when you get to a stage where you can have time or pay for something to do the editing for you, they'll do it and you can kind of take that off your hands. If you're not an editor yourself, then it's probably going to take you way longer then it needs to, to edit that piece of content. And so personally, I would just say put the content out, get the value out there, unless there's like a 30 second gap somewhere within the content where there's absolute silence, where you've got the microphone in your hand and you're not saying anything because you're trying to think about where you're going next. That kind of stuff. Yeah, you could probably edit that out. But a few ums and ers, we are all human and humans still have to stop and think about what their next thing is that they're going to say. So why take them out? I remember once somebody telling me about um, a piece of content that they edited, and it was a gentleman with a stutter, and it wasn't horrendous, but it it was there. And so he edited effectively out the stutter, so the guy had fluidity to everything, and the person complained because, well, I've got a stutter. That is me. I am human, and humans have these little faults and that's my thing and i own it so please can you not edit it again next time i'm on and so he didn't um so yeah i, I just i think taking those things out they're not necessary really um, unless they're really really obvious and obvious and bad and maybe a crutch for somebody some people will use certain things as a crutch they say over and over again and I having a radio presenter who was one of the presenters on one of my stations he used to always say it's fast approaching one o'clock and I'd sit down with them and, and say you've got to stop saying that because it's it's no fast approaching one o'clock that would approach 12 12 30 or 2 30 or 7 45 it's not faster fast approach it is coming up to one o'clock or you can say, blimey, today's going quickly, isn't it? It's almost one o'clock, but it's not fast approaching because it's no time doesn't change the speed it goes at uh, from one hour to the next. Or does it? I don't know. I'm not that much with string theory and physics. Anyway, right. Um, if you've got any more questions at all about podcasts and all that kind of stuff, stick them into the comments. I will do my best to answer as many of them as I can do. Uh, I've got a couple of email questions that came in, so let's have a quick look at those. Um, Jenny is asking the question, um, I run a bed sock company. Sounds interesting. I might have to look you up. Uh, Should I be using Pinterest? Absolutely. Now, Pinterest is a very female-friendly, heavy uh, platform, but it's so visually based. And the product that you're selling, I would imagine, is quite visual and about being comfortable and all that kind of thing you could have some great content created that would hit really hard on pinterest and the great thing about pinterest is if you're regular on there your reach goes really high i i use pinterest regularly recently and my reach just went through the roof absolutely skyrocketed and to like almost a hundred thousand views of my content in a week i think it, it was ridiculous just by being regular on pinterest for what you're selling is so aimed at the market that are using it that if you put maybe a price point or um, a deal or what have you onto Pinterest and then make sure you link it up with the website link and that kind of thing, you're going to see your sales kind of go over the edge a little bit because Pinterest is a great place for people to go, I want to buy this. I want to go and have a look at what else there is available. Let's have a look at some of the different designs. Oh, this person's selling. Oh, and they're $12.99 well, I can't be bothered to go back to that other link. Click, buy, done. It stops from having to go elsewhere. Use Pinterest like a search engine social media site um, and because that's essentially what it is. But it's a great way of advertising your words. Um, and like I say, it is it's quite a female-heavy site, um, but for what you're selling... I would say definitely get your content out on there. I get some nice content created as well. It's, it's more about the visual aspect on Pinterest. If you can draw people in with some really nice visuals that kind of paint that picture of my bed socks are comfortable, they're warm, you can sleep easily in them, all that kind of stuff, um, definitely worth checking out. Uh, let's have a quick look here. Go uh, to uh, Skin Jean Garner, who's uh, watching on YouTube at the moment. Um, he's got a great live show that he does all the time. Um, and also, he sends it into a podcast to find like that really interesting uh, content. If you're into the gardening and trying to get kids into um, like that ecological gardening side of things and growing veg and stuff, it's really interesting. Go and check him out. Um, right, let's have a look at the next question. Um, James who's come through, is asking, how often should I be posting on Instagram? Wow. How long is a piece of string, James? Talk about asking the difficult ones. Okay. So if we take ourselves back to February, there's not really been a lot of statistics done recently and things are changing massively. Right now, obviously, because we've had lockdown, we've got furlough, we've got people going back to work, people having to come home, and and everything is a bit of a shit show at the moment. But back in February, to have your content seen by an audience throughout the day, you would be aiming to try and post a piece of content three times a day for the simple reason being that a piece of content on Instagram will last about eight hours if you're lucky. It'll last a lot less than that, if you're not. But about eight hours, if you're lucky, and um, it will still be in people's feeds. After that, it'll start to drop out, uh, be replaced with other content, and then you kind of have to have more content out. So three times a day is about what you wanted to be aiming for, to try and hit a global audience. If you know when your audience is definitely going to be on, still try to hit them over that two-, three-hour period um, at the different times of the day. So if you're aiming at mums um, between an age of 25 and 35, right, okay, they're probably going to maybe pop on before they drop the kids at school. So that's maybe eight o'clock. They're maybe going to pop on at lunchtime while they're having a lunch at work. And then they're going to pop on when they get home and they've got the kids to bed and everything else about eight, eight, 30, nine o'clock. So you know, those three times is when they're going to be on. That's when you post content. Now you shouldn't be posting for the sake of posting. You've got to have something to say, which goes back to planning and everything else like that, which we're not going to talk about. But if you've got the message to say on the day, then you should be posting that many times. However, like I say, everything's changed. Those numbers are probably way higher for every platform at the moment, because people are consistently on social media far more often at the moment. Those people who were working in the office and couldn't have Facebook open and couldn't have Instagram on their phone They're now working from home and they can have Facebook open and they can have Instagram open and they are still getting the work done. So they can use social media sites while they're working. So more and more people consume content constantly. So those numbers are probably higher now. I would probably say for anybody, try to aim about twice, maybe three times a day if you can. Um, But just make sure you've got something to say. Don't just post a picture for the hell of it. You've got to have something to say. For example, like I say, today is International Podcast Day. So you could create content about podcasting if you're a podcast creator or if you're a social media company or if you're a business who has their own podcast, you could create content about that. You could create little audio files that you could post out on Instagram, all those different types of things. It's also Ask a Stupid Question Day, the fact that no question is a stupid question. So you could answer some of the questions that you've had in the past um, on your Instagram feed or in your Instagram stories. So there's there's always ways of finding different ways of creating content. Um, You've just got to think a little bit outside the box. But, yeah, don't post for no reason. Um, But, yes, two or three times a day generally is what you want to be aiming for. Um, In fact, Adam is saying exactly the same thing here. Uh, Don't post for sake of posting. Ask yourself, is this providing value to the audience exactly? Um, And if you've got your avatar right, you'll know exactly who your audience is. Right, then. 25 minutes. I think that's probably enough of me boring you for now. I'm going to be back on Friday when it is back to Daddy Daycare duties. So we don't know when we'll be live, but I will be live at some point or another on Friday. Uh, But until then, thank you very much for watching. If you are watching the replay at the moment, Sticky questions into the comments. We can move the uh, questions to this coming Friday and answer them then if that will help. Um, or I can come back to you as well if you listen to the podcast. Drop me an email. My email address is in the section below. Um, and, yeah, until then, please do stay safe. If you're watching on a platform you've never subscribed to me on before, hit that subscribe button. And while you're at it, move your thumb or the mouse ever so slightly to one side and click share let more people know about this content. Let's keep building the community, get more people chatting within the chat, helping each other out. And hopefully we can build the community and get more questions in from everybody uh, on the next live broadcast. But until then, like I say, it's a weird situation at the moment. So please do stay safe, but have a good rest of your Wednesday, Wednesday even, and I'll catch you on Friday. Have a good one. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.